This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, high pants and dumb boots. Don't disparage the lederhosen. I like my pumpkins larger. I like big pumpkins that I cannot lie. Larry Vaughn didn't do it. Here's a cup of her ashes. Is this enough? Probably not. Navigationally challenged Italians. Maybe we boycotted it. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Gramps! Huh? Look! What is it, boy? Look what I found out and back by the garbage shed. Well, Keezer's ghost. If that don't look just like a bone. It is a bone. Is it a human bone, Gramps? Might be, boy. Okay. The Morning Stream. You have chosen poorly. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the TMS show. This is the Morning Stream for Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. You have exactly one week in a day until Thanksgiving here in America. Right. How you feel Eight about days that? until you eat turkey, unless you're Scott Johnson. In which case, you're going to have much, much turkey all weekend long. I'm going to have a lot of turkey, and I'm going to dress like a pilgrim. Not really. No one does that, right? <laughs> Who does that? Pilgrim, no, like, think about called, it. Historical... They're not called, uh, pilgrims anymore. They're called... Uh, oh, what are they? Uh, no. uh, navigationally challenged Italians. <laughs> No, I don't know what they're... Pilgrims is fine. Pilgrims is fine. Yeah, yeah. we're still... We're not offended by Pilgrims. They're called colonizers. There you go. <laughs> colonizers. Uh, yeah, they're... They... Uh, they Of all the historic uh, uh, images I have in my head of like, I don't know, histories, explorers, or different countries, things like that, mm-hmm. they are the stupidest looking. They look so stupid. Don't they? Oh, really? Yeah, they got, the, mean... they got the weird high pants and the freaking dumb hats and the, and the bad boots. They just yes. look terrible. I'm sure they'd look at the stuff we wear now and say, oh, that's awesome. How much did Under Armour pay you to wear that hat that you're wearing? <laughs> or how much? <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I look at those guys in pictures. You know, there's they, we don't have photos, obviously. It was too yeah. early for photos. But we have, you know, paintings and things. And I look sure. at those and I just go, what were you all thinking? They're so dumb. Like, look at a pilgrim. Just look. do a quick Google search for a pilgrim. Pilgrim. The H&M literally had one rack of all the same item to wear. That's all the H&M had, basically, is that... Oh, the men especially. Look at these poor suckers. The women the women believe, are just in dresses. I can't believe we're disparaging the way pilgrims dress. This I, feels... Uh, it looks so <laughs> stupid. It really is stupid, though. We have to agree as a nation that pilgrims were stupid looking. It's a little it bit very... like... It's a little bit like going to Oktoberfest and going... Ah, yeah, that old German uh, freaking. Oh, hold on, we don't disparage the Lederhosen, Scott. Yes, we do. Hundred percent, we do. We hundred percent disparage the Lederhosen. <laughs> um, it's, but it's not like they had uh, infinite choices. It is funny though, bringing up H and M because uh, all H and M sells are black and white clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they sell more. Kind of feels but, like it. But pilgrim pilgrim outfits are basically H and M. No, that's true. I'm looking at one now. Oh my gosh, it's just so. H and Mth Rock. 
They've got that those socks and the stupid little belt, uh, little buckle be- feet. The, the buckles on the shoes. But look at that. The buckles on the shoes match the buckle on the hat. I guess so. And then look at the long ass freaking sleevey things, and then the weird collar. Looks like you stole grandma's couch doily and put it around your neck. It's just a bad All right. look. Bad All right. Look. Uh, here you go. Here's uh, boy. You gotta love. You gotta love how any costume you look for. They should they they can turn it into the sexy version. So here is the adult sexy pilgrim girl costume oh is my, what it's called. Oh my lord! Putting in our Discord. Okay. Um, it's basically a French made costume with the big belt buckles on the shoes and wow, and then the bonnet hat. That is look at that. That is something. It's taking forever though. Why? why I don't know why it's taking forever. Because Discord is being poopy. Discord is like being poopy. I, What's the deal with Discord? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yep, you can find one every time. She may as well. Yep. You're right. She's the maid. She's just the maid. She's a French. She's a French maid that's wearing a pilgrim belt and and buckles on her shoes and a and a, uh, a bonnet. And the world's smallest pumpkin. Brian, I'm I'm not turned on by this. I'm not. <laughs> no, I like my pumpkins larger. Yeah, I just can't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. One week from tomorrow. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Family, you know, all that stuff. It's going to be fine. That's right. Uh, I'll tell you who won't be fine for. This is a great thing. Oh, no. Who won't it be fine for? Well, I've been playing <laughs> Red Dead Red Dead: The Redemption 2. Okay? Sure, sure. On the Redeeming P- on, uh, the Dead Reds. Red too. Dead Redemption also. of the of redeemable Red Dead Red Deaders, right? So I'm, yes. pl- so I'm playing oh, that yeah. deal, and I'm loving it. It's great. I'm playing the PC version um, way deep into it. Uh, for a bit, though, I decided to try the online. Just mess around with the online a little bit, and there's some pretty cool uh-huh. stuff in there. And um, those, this particular mission, though, it was just me. I didn't have anybody with me. Uh, but it, it kind of just felt like a, it was like a bounty mission where you go to the sheriff's office. They have a poster. You pick a bounty, and then you go find the person. And in this case, it was this lady. She had a whole backstory. Uh, how many banks she robbed, and. Uh, bilked her husband out of a bunch of money and she was wanted dead or alive. They give me more money if she's alive, less money if she's dead, right? Okay. So right. I go out, I drive way out to where she's, uh, where the where the camp is, where she is, and she's got a bunch of men with her that are all part of her gang. She's in charge of it. And I get to this place, I park my horse, and I come up around the ridge to see what I can see. And there's, it's scattered with dudes. There's dudes everywhere. So it's a little mm-hmm. chaotic and I just start firing uh, actually, I came up and I, I took out one guy silently, and then someone noticed me, and then it was all guns blazing after that. She's standing over in the main part of the camp, basically yelling, protect me, don't let that man shoot me. You know, she's trying to, you know, <laughs> sure. survive. And all the guys yeah. are going, you're going to die today, boy, like this kind of thing. And and uh, I'm shooting and popping and doing all the things. And there's a guy standing next to her. So imagine... From left to right facing her, there is a roaring fire. It's in the evening. This is happening. There's a roaring fire with a like a cook thing over it. There's her standing a decent distance away from the fire. Not she's not in any danger of being, you know, singed or whatever. And then there's a dude next to her with a shotgun or with a uh with a repeater who's sitting next to her who's kind of there to protect her or whatever. Okay. And so I shoot that guy and I clip him right in the head, and he goes into her <laughs> this is so great he knocks into her which is uh, you know physics wise looked right looked like that's the way he would have fallen sure runs into her and i'm supposed to get her alive 
She right. then proceeds to completely calamity right into the freaking fire. Just boom. <laughs> Domino fire. effect right uh... Yeah. And then she burns to death. She died oh. in there. And so all I could do was take her freaking, after I killed everybody else, I took her freaking burnt corpse, her crispy corpse. Here's, here's a cup of her ashes. Is this proof enough? <laughs> I mean, it was. she looked real bad. So I, I, I took her burnt corpse and put it on the back of the horse and took her in and they gave me the money not as much but they gave me the money so it was great though it was really funny and she just That's fell hilarious. in it and went ah burning i'm burning ah <laughs> like they seem to have accounted for everything in that game it's pretty crazy because stuff breaks huh. all the time like weird you know open world jankiness stuff happens but it still somehow it still seems to work somehow i've got a great video i'm going to put up later of me I had it on kind of autopilot. They have this like cinematic camera you can turn on with the with the V key, and it just makes it so you go to your your endpoint without you having to steer the horse. Okay, and it's very sure. pretty. Like cameras auto auto run or uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the mm -hmm. camera's zooming around, so you get lots of landscape. It's all very you know nice looking, and I like doing that. But um, there was a there was a bridge I had to cross, and apparently the uh, the pathfinding is a little rough around that bridge. So my horse goes to the bridge. And kind of eh, doesn't know what to do, and it veers off, and it falls into the water. And it then okay. kind of tries to get back up, and then finally comes up on the shore on the other side. And I'm just kind of watching myself do this. I'm not. I just want to see how it you know played out. Sure. And then at the very end, it was one of those wait for it moments because at the very end, another player, because he's also online, is in the background where the same bridge thing is. And instead of him going around it, his horse stops suddenly and the dude gets launched off the front of his horse into the water. <laughs> and I get this on the camera angle and I hear him go, Bleh! <laughs> Oh, because he can hear him. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. It's just such oh, a fun, great. stupid, good time in there. I really enjoy it. That's great. Anyway. Uh, I kind of, ah, man, I kind of want to try it. I kind of want to get back into Red Dead Redemption too. Like I, I uh, played the original for a while and then I got really into the zombie one. Mm-hmm. That's a, that was um, such a good DLC. It was amazing. So it really good. was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope they do that again. I would love it if they put out another one of those, but I don't think they're gonna. But if they did, because they kind of don't deal, do DLC anymore. GTA Five mm -hmm. had like no DLC. They just focused on the online stuff after you finish the game. Sure. Um, I have a feeling they'll do that here as well. But that was the best single player DLC in the history of video games. It was so good. I love huh. All right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna look for I'm, I'm waiting for a good deal on RDR two though, so I'll do I'll wait for. Uh, PS4 Black version Friday is good. Uh, the load times are a little rough on PS4. P, uh, PC version no load times. Um, just really fast, really clean. If you have a good video card, it runs like a freaking. It runs like butter. It looks amazing. Oh, Unless you're my son who has a decent PC, but the game won't run at all, and he doesn't know why it crashes to desktop as soon as he hits play. So we don't know why. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah. He's loving that. He's really loving that. He's into yeah, I'm it. sure, yeah. sure. That's a bummer. And all then right. Stadia happens this week, and I guess a bunch of y'all oh, will be playing yeah, it there. Started yesterday, right? Like it. Uh... I think the first people started getting them yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the complaints are pretty hardcore. Uh, that it's that people are having issues, but I would also say that this is you know week one give it a minute mm -hmm. let's see how it goes um i've heard everything from it's complete garbage to this has huge promise but i haven't heard anybody who's had a perfect experience with it yet so uh we'll see mm -hmm. dunaway's getting one so we'll see what he says okay um sometime i think he gets his later this week we'll ask him when he's on today see what's going yeah, on yeah for that. sure I'm curious but curious uh to hear about yeah it. we'd like to get some uh 
some thoughts, some real, some, some, you know, some uh, from someone we trust, yeah. from a netcast we trust. We want to hear some some actual thoughts. Yeah, I think it may be one of those. Somebody, there was a great quote going around, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember it, but it said something like, "If you're already on the highway of gaming, you'll notice off to the right somebody's building a brand new lane." And that brand new lane looks really cool, might be super promising, but you should stay in your lane until they're done working on it. <laughs> so it just really comes down to them telling you, stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, kind of in that way. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. Right. Plus, Google has a terrible reputation for canceling things like four years after they start them. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that'll happen here. I don't know. I hope not. I, I think this is good. It's also good to have competition and push in directions that are interesting microsoft's got a big cloud plan sure. they're going to reveal soon and i don't know what sony's going to do but there's lots of stuff happening so keep your eyes open everybody times they are a changing cool all right it's high new it is wrong new. video game. wrong game but it's okay it totally kind of works because we just talked about it right does. yeah it's fine yeah. all right we're gonna get dunaway involved now <laughs> yeah uh yeah. We're going to bring him in here. Oh, I forgot to do a thing. This might make you echo. I hope not. Let me try. What? 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 It's not actually making you echo. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> it's like you're not even, you can't even use that filter. It's not, a, you're not allowed to use that filter unless right. <laughs> you're going to do that. You have to do that or else that's, that's the point. That's the only thing I could use that one for. Yep. All right. Here it is. Settings, open calls. All right. So here's the plan, everybody. We're going to take your calls. And we're going to bring Dunaway in, and we're going to play a game, and it starts with this. Welcome to another edition of Babel Royale, starring your friend and mine, Brian Dunaway. Uh, he is here. Oh. oh, hi, Brian. Hi, Scott and Brian. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hi, Brian. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Are We're you good, man? Did, How are you? Do you get your stadia? I'm doing good. I'm just sitting here at the mailbox waiting on my stadia to uh, arrive. Oh, is it coming today? It's coming today according to the FedEx tracking. I like nice. that you're taking the bullet on this one for everybody because uh, I just I can't pull the trigger until I know. Until I, did, I, see it. I did a little research before. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions about what the stadia is or is going to be. And I looked at the prices at the hardware level because that's how you get in right now. You can't play until summer 2020 unless you buy into the hardware. Yeah. And the hardware is just essentially something you might buy anyway. If you like Chromecast and you like Chromecast uh, 4K, you're going to get one of those with this deal if you had the founders. Mm -hmm. uh, if you like the little controller, the little Bluetooth controller, I guess it's okay. Mm -hmm. I paid more for controllers. $60 is the easy, easy spendings on a controller. Sure. And everything else is just a uh, service. And well, let's back be? that truck up. So here's one of the big problems, right? <laughs> so people keep saying, Tell "Ooh, me. it's going to be like the it's going to be like the Netflix of gaming." And I would say this right. to those people: No, it isn't, because Netflix you pay a monthly fee for, and then you go watch as much stuff as you want. This game, this thing, is pay a monthly fee. It and it's still the, buy a the, video game. You oh, still it's the, really, it's oh, really. the voodoo. Of uh, or maybe it's like the Audible. Yeah, it's not a Netflix. Yes, it's the Audible. It's the Audible because you do have to buy the full games. Uh, yeah, so and you have to pay. Well, okay, so the let me ask. Let me ask you this: for, If you want to pay ten bucks to fifteen bucks a month, depending on what tier of quality you want, and you right. got to spend sixty on a new game, that doesn't sound like a great deal to me. 
And it's well, not absolutely. A- and and this is just the beginning of what they're doing. It, it, they could shift gears, but I don't feel bad about the investment. People who are complaining, it's like, oh, I can't believe Stadia is ruining my life. I'm like, well, no, that that I don't you, buy you, with buying. Yeah, you, you spent, yeah. you you bought some hardware that really will not be necessary. But if you want to get in on the you know on the early goings, yeah. You gotta you gotta comply because they you know they're trying to test in a, a closed market first you know a closed environment. Yeah, it's all right. You can be mad about it if you want to. I don't think anybody should mad be mad. People should just if they're mad, they shouldn't buy it yet and wait and see how things go. They should have done some re- yeah. They should have done a little more research. Yeah, it. if they already bought it, then they're dumb. But if they bought it and know what they're getting into and are okay with that, well, that's fine. If you right. think paying fifteen bucks a month plus the cost of a game. And it's purely a streamed thing. You don't ha- get to have it on your hard drive. You don't get to keep it. Right. If that's okay with you, I guess there's that's okay. And right now, that doesn't seem okay to me. It seems bad. Well, it, it it does seem bad. And and the you know it's okay. So it, it's a it's a complicated topic. Yeah. It is. I, I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep. Into we'll save it, it yeah, for the boot. We'll save it for the boot show. We'll next save Monday, it for the boot but, show. Yeah, I mean, because you got I, I mean, you could argue that oh look at Netflix and what they're what they're doing and Google's. What about the cost of the bandwidth? And there's a, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. Yeah, this is true. Math. Plus, also, Netflix lets you download movies and have them without the internet. This does not do that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's a lot bad, of questions. Bad comparison. How no would how would we comparison. feel about how would we feel like how do we feel about a Netflix service if it started right now? If we had never heard of the words Netflix, and well, would you have other streaming services to compare it to, or no? Sure, we can compare it to Hulu. Okay, well then we probably everything but Netflix. How well, about that? And probably, then Netflix suddenly came along. We go like, ah, no, I got Hulu. No, we, my face. we'd be into it because they. No, it have, I got Disney Plus. I got did, Disney Plus and Hulu. It, I don't need you. Yeah, but we can't do this because this is retconning history. Like without Netflix, you could argue those other companies don't do <laughs> we, anything. And here's why we jump into it because of the originals, because of uh, the Crown, because of. Oh yeah, uh, because Netflix. We don't. This this company we never heard of is going to create great great. No, content you're right. Whatever. In a vacuum, that's, not, oh, that's wait, a bad okay, comparison so though. So your but new creation sucks. of history means um, <laughs> Netflix comes out now and it doesn't have uh, the I, content that it has. Any, gotcha. I, okay. I want to retcon anything that makes my comparison. argument correct. I see. Anything that makes my argument correct is I, the retcon uh, I would like. I see. Okay. Thank okay. You. Well, then it's you've also done different because they call it shitflix. All right. Yeah, how do you like it now? How's it smell now, Ibit? Yeah. How does it smell now? How do you like the smell of shitflix? You can't just keep adding to your retcon comparison you can't say, what if it came out now and it sucked would you still want it how would you feel about it how about now then? what if it barely worked would then you buy it what if they saw what if they sent you uh dvds and video games in the mail what about then what about then sucker well, they never did do what the if they game called thing. Them, what if they called themselves gamefly oh oh they're uh, still around they can still do gamefly they're still yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. They're still there, and they're People still do it. and Netflix still has a DVD site called DVD.com, which is is uh, like this little right. sub part of of Netflix where yeah. and Brian still goes to the Red Box and rents video ga- video games. So yeah, you do. It's all cool. Well, and and then you have uh, you have your wife take them back, and then she comes back with a yeah. video game for you. That's right. See how I profit. Yep. See how I always profit. You always profit. That's right. You're the always profit. Hey, if check I, it out. If I could guarantee that, I'd do it too. We, <laughs> we have a very patient possible winner on the line with us. Let's find out who this is now. Hi, who, whoops. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Wes. Uh, Wes words in the chat. Jeez, Wes. Oh, how, how, Wes. Wes just sat here and listened to us rant. He is, he is, uh, <laughs> he sounds, and his, okay. and you can tell in his voice that okay. he just sat here and listened yeah, to us. Yeah, he's just rant. really like, I, yeah, having a nice oh, slow morning. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, uh, I love the discussion of Stadia. I oh, have good. zero interest in Stadia. It's, it's, it's a, it's a super interesting, uh, 
yeah. shift. It's a crazy. It's it's one of the things that's making this and next year really insane. Yeah. And they're just the tip of it. Microsoft's got a plan. I really want to see what that is. They're already yeah. making waves with Game Pass. Like, it's going to get weird and yeah. cool and fun to cover, but frustrating for some gamers. Like, it's going to be it's going to be great. I yeah. like it when the industry oh, does this. I'm interested in it as an industry, but not personally at all. Yeah, like I'm, kind I'm of the same. No personal interest. Kind of the same. That's where I'm at, which is why I'm glad Dunaway bought it so he can freaking yeah. deal with it. <laughs> well, it's like this. I, I, I can almost guarantee you that this service is going to be retired pretty, pretty quickly. Google, this is what they do. I felt like I was already kind of leaning towards getting a Chromecast anyway, and it kind of came out at the same time, and I was like, yeah, it's just a little bit more for a controller. I could get in on the ground floor and you know at least try it well, out. You could use a. I guess you had to buy the bundle with a controller, but you could use an Xbox. If, one if you want early access, you have to. You have right. to buy in right now. If you yeah, want early and access. I am, and I have interest in. I want to know what that controller's like. If it's just a piece of shit, or if it's good, or what. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll trust us. We'll have lots to say in the coming Boop. weeks. All right. Uh, it's good to have you here, uh, Wes. We're going to play a little game, as you know, and Brian's going to explain how, what, and where. Brian? That's right. By the way, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is $39.99 right now at, at uh, Amazon for, for the PS4. PS4 version? Okay. That's oh, not bad. Normally $60, bucks, 39 bucks. Right not, bad. not bad. Not bad. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Wes, uh, aside from buying a copy of Red Dead Redemption, uh, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. Those two are going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job. You have a job, and your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a two-pack of games. Speaking of games, from Playing for two-pack? A Tupac Shakur of games, uh, <laughs> including Swords and Soldiers 2, Shawarmageddon, and Squad, which is listed here as early access, although we got this uh, a couple months ago, so it might just be current access. Yeah. <laughs> game squad. Either way, access. Access one way or the other. You have access, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Those, uh, those are your prizes. Uh, before you can uh, give your, your guess, I have to give them their topic. This one comes to us from listener uh, Oscar Peterson. Oscar Peterson. Uh, Oscar Peterson, and it's spelled like uh, in the Scandinavian Scandinavian way. Mm. Uh, we all know how well versed Scott and uh, Brian are at history, but how <laughs> are they in Olympic history? Um, which cities have hosted the yeah. Summer Olympics? Oh, so actually, I, could, uh, I think I'll do all right with this. this isn't when the uh, Olympics began in 1896 uh, until now. Uh, there have been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 23, 23 cities that have hosted the Summer Olympics. Okay. How many can you name? Uh, Wes, well, I heard some words of confidence from Scott. Brian, how do you feel about this one? I feel uh, feel like a uh, downhill skier in a Summer Olympics is how I feel. A little rough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do that in the Summer Olympics. But that's, all right. the, that's the point. Well, I know. That's right. the point. You're not good. <laughs> yeah, you're not good. Use your, use your bad skis for that one. Yeah. Uh, all right, Wes, knowing that, who would you like to go first, and who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, well, I've always picked Dunaway to win, so I think I'm today going to pick Scott, okay. and Brian can go first. You've chosen, right. you chosen wisely. Yeah, or Wesley. All right, let's right. give this a shot. Lava flow. Brian, you're first. Lava flow. I'm gonna go. By the way, Wes. By the way, Wes is Wes short for Wesley? 
Uh, yes. Oh, especially, yes. I didn't realize oh. that. So you have chosen, <laughs> yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was not intended, but nice catch, Brian. Nice catch. Thank you very my. much. All right, Brian, gave you gave you a couple extra seconds to uh, come up with your first guess. Sure. Well, I, I I know one because it's not too far away, and it was Atlanta. Uh, so that That's was right. Not, yeah. Well, sort of far away. Atlanta, mm-hmm, Georgia, mm-hmm. USA. Atlanta, Georgia. Was 20... it the Summer Olympics that yes. the security guard found the yep. bomb? Yes. It was, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, we got a movie right Bob. now about him. We do. That's Bob. coming out soon. Uh, what was Larry, that guy's name? Larry Vaughn didn't do it. Larry Vaughn, what <laughs> Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Richard, there you go, name? Richard Jewell. Richard, Richard Jewell, Jewell. Okay. which, you know, the name sounds like a bomber, doesn't it? <laughs> Richard Jewell. <laughs> I guess if they gave the middle name, Richard Allen Jewell. Yeah, something like that. All right. Um, Good. <laughs> okay, so you got that right. Yeah. I'm going to say that when you do that right. You get one of those. <laughs> Thank you. If we get it wrong, you get No. All right, here we go. Let's see. Um, uh, the Summer 84 Olympics in Los Angeles, California. There you go. Summer 84. Also, summer 1932 was in Los Angeles, California. They posted it twice in uh, the City of Angels. All right. Oh, well, me. I'm going to go with uh, Sydney. Sydney, Australia. Very good. Yeah, 2000. The big 2000 millennial uh, uh, Olympic Games uh, held in Sydney, Australia. Uh. Okay, you got that right. I'm going to say um, Beijing, China. Beijing. Beijing 2008 uh, Beijing, with the Beijing. crow's nest, that uh, that cool structure that they built out there for the Summer Olympics. Uh, yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there, that's it? That was the, that was the knowledge drop? Yep. That's all the trivia I'm dropping. Those are all the trivia bums I'm dropping for Beijing, right. China. Well, I remember there was a big... I remember there was like a whole bunch of trouble uh, back in the '80s when when Moscow held those Olympics. There was it summertime as well. I just well, I'm nervous about that one. I'm going to Moscow for the. It was in 1980 Summer Olympics held in Moscow, yeah. Soviet Union. Mm. Wasn't that when uh, a bunch of them were that... like defecting or something? Is that later on? No, yeah, there was so... a there was defection. Yeah, that was a big year for defections. But wasn't there also some cheating scandals and some other crap? It was the big there weird was. year. And yeah. there was, um, I think, more of that in another. Uh... Maybe we boycotted it. Did we not go? Ah, maybe we boycotted it. I think that's it. I think we boycotted that, we that one. Yeah. We I remember like... it was just more bad blood. Yeah. During the eighties and that Gorbachev. Tear down these Olympics. <laughs> Put on your Speedo. Yeah. I want to see you in a Speedo, he said. <laughs> All right. Good pick. Good call. Um, oh, my brain just went funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> London. 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 Mm-hmm. London. London. Uh, three times for London. Uh, Whoa, 19- that was slow. I know because I've got in uh, the upper part of the uh, the thing because the first time they hosted was 1908, then they hosted wow. 40 years later in 1948, and then they hosted again in 2012, three times a London. Okay, London, London. Ooh, we're starting to get to a place. Okay. Yeah, that's Every that's, that's what I'm thinking around, too. My London Olympics got to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of world, you know, big world cities that. Sure. But attract the Olympics. Um, so is uh, Tokyo, Japan, with that 
fall into the Summer Olympics. Oh, would that be summer or would it be a little cooler there and it might be winter? No! In 1964, the Tokyo Olympics ah. were held. The Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. Thank God. 1964. Yeah. Japan, Nagano, and I can't remember. Maybe others have done it as well, but those were Nagano all winter. Nagano was the winter, yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, Special Olympics doesn't count, right? Nah! <laughs> That's not a, doesn't <laughs> count. All right. Do you know where the Special Olympics have been held? <laughs> That's a good question. Yes. <laughs> right. um, or was you just asking in general? I was just kidding, mainly. Um, why am I out of them? Um, oh my gosh! I know one that's coming up, but I don't know if they've done it before. Mm. Uh, I'll Rio de Janeiro. Oh, Rio de Janeiro, place, Brazil. Yeah, the most recent uh, Summer Olympics were held there. Remember uh, that whole that whole scandal with the uh, swimmers going out into Rio and wreaking havoc and causing problems? Oh, right. Uh, that was the recent one. Okay. That was yeah. the recent one, yeah. Uh, right. Rio, Brazil. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rio. Hmm, I don't remember that in the movie, but I'll take your word for it. You're talking about the cartoon. You're talking about the cartoon with the birds. Summer Olympics in there. Yeah, you like those birds. Trying to think of warm tropical. Okay. Hmm. Or warm places. Warm places. How about um? I just don't remember this, and it seems like maybe I'm confusing this with the TV shows during the '80s. Sure. But how about Honolulu, Hawaii? Was there Honolulu, ever Hawaii? Or am I thinking of Battle of the All Stars? Which is Eric, a lot like this Olympics. Welcome to, to me. sunny Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> Eric Estrada is about to run the hurdles, yeah. followed closely by Dirk Benedict. Oh, perfect. That's the matchup and I was looking for. No, 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 no. That's a lot of no's. You just that <laughs> That's a lot of no's. Did you have a, yeah, so uh, Westward's uh, good good choice on picking Scott. Scott, did you have any more uh, left in the chamber? Yeah, I was going to say Paris, I think, has done at least one. Right? Paris has done two, uh, 1900 oh. and 1924. And the other one was. Um, That's a good one. Austria. No, Austria, Austria the country. Austria the country. Oh, sure. Austria is a country. Sorry, hold on. Um, no, no, no. I was going to say Munich is what I was going to say. No, Munich. That would be a much better choice in Germany, 1972. That's and that it. was that's the one, one where they got the they the terrorist thing and everything. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Oh, and nobody. I just pulled up the chat and nobody said Athens. Oh, how stupid are we? Right, exactly. First one ever in Athens, 1896. Oh. Paris, St. Louis, uh, Missouri. St. Louis? Sweden. What year was St. Louis? I don't remember 1904. that 1904. Oh, 1904. Oh, that's a reason why I don't remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stockholm, Sweden, Antwerp, Belgium, Amsterdam, Berlin, Helsinki, Melbourne, Rome, Mexico Melbourne. City, Berlin. Munich. As you Mexico Rome. City? That oh, makes Berlin. Sense. Yeah. Oh, There's idiot. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seoul, South Korea, and Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. 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 Well, you know what that means. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> that means you're the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Good job. And well done. You picked uh, wisely, Wesley. Uh, all you got to do is send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll get you your winnings. And uh, it's always good to hear from you, man. I hope you're having a good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. I, I appreciate it. Congrats. You know, it's funny. My name is Wesley, but I've never watched really Next Generation at all. Oh, you should. Don't blame you. You I wouldn't either. I, I know. <laughs> you should. You should go listen to it. Yeah. You should go watch the first season yeah. and realize just how horrible Wesley Crusher was. Because <laughs> he got better later, but in those early days, woo, he wore a sweater. He was just bad. Anyway, Wesley, take it easy. Have a good All one. Right. We'll catch you next time. Nice See job. Ya. Nice work. Mm-hmm. All right, Good Dunaway. Job. You may have uh, you may have lost, but really, we're all winners when our fans. Well, win. I feel pretty good about it because I was stabbing at the dark at every single one of those. So mm-hmm. everything I got was a blessing. Yeah, I your feel... loss is someone else's gain, so that's a good thing. Yeah, and and also Wesley has something to say. Hold on, thanks, Worf. All right, there you go. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> do we have a shut up, Wesley? Hold on, we'll do that instead. Here you go. Shut up, Wesley. All right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well done. And uh, t- uh, like we said, we have this game show we do on Mondays called The Boop Show, which uh, we talk about video games, a lot of it. And we'll talk about Stadia next week because Brian will have his uh, teeth cut a little bit on there. And he'll know what he likes, what he doesn't like, that sort of thing. Um, it does come with Destiny 2 in, in its right. entirety. Which I have in other platforms as well. Yeah, I do as well. So it's kind of funny. But you'll... You'll be, you'll be, I mean, you have everything up to current, so uh, all the expansions, everything that's in there will be part of the package, and I'm super curious how that runs. Uh, the other thing you'll have is, what's the other free one they're doing? Shoot. There was one other something free they added. Patrick was talking about it. I don't remember. But between you and Patrick, I think we're going to get a good fill on the Frog Pants side of how, how things go with Stadia, so tune uh, into that show my next ex- week. My expectations are low. Yeah. That's okay to be low. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about this? Wesley, get off the bridge, you little piece of shit. All right, that's an old clip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 2013, baby. All right. Uh, uh, to, to Brian Dunaway. The Brian Dunaway on Twitter. <laughs> He's going to... Oh, my. You can find him there. He's great. We love him. <laughs> and uh, we now say goodbye to you and hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. All right. Cool. Go watch Executive Decision, Brian Dunaway, in preparation for this weekend. Oh, right. That's a thing. That's the thing. Executive decision. Executive decision. Steven Seagal lives, oh, but 10 minutes. I'm excited minutes. to see this long, like, I'm a big Steven Seagal fan. I can't remember seeing this movie, but I'm such a big Steven Seagal fan. I yeah. can't wait to see his action all the way through this movie from start to finish. <laughs> you know, him just taking on every challenge and yep. and taking it taking it head on, yep. basically. From the, very is, be- uh, from the heroic beginning to the very heroic, very end credits. You will get right. nothing but Steven oh, Seagal. Nothing but Steven Seagal. Yep. Right. Taking on every challenge head on. Yeah. Forget about Michael Douglas. Or no, that's not who's in this. Uh, it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Forget about Kurt yeah. Russell. He's barely in it. It's, yeah, I hear he's barely in yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Leguizamo gets more screen time, honestly, than, uh, than freaking uh, so. Steven Seagal. Anyway, we're looking forward to that. That'll be this weekend at filmsec.com. Now this. Sound to me, you've been reading a lot of newspapers printed in Washington, D.C. Time for the news brought to you by... The Transformers Reanimated. Based on the original cartoon series, The Transformers Reanimated bridges the gap between the end of the seminal second season and the 1986 movie that defined the childhood of millions. You've got the power! (laughs) Authors Yoshi and Greg are releasing each issue of their comic series, along with cover art by today's top Transformers artists, free of charge for your reading and nostalgic pleasure. 
Check out their first four issues with many more to come by visiting transformersreanimated.com. That's transformersreanimated.com. One more time, that's transformersreanimated.com. Nice. Uh, emphasis on free, by the way, everybody. Just go watch, yes. go look at them. It's pretty rad. It's cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> A lawmaker. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things of the week. I love this so yes. much. Chris, uh, in an interview Monday night with MSNBC's host Chris Matthews, you know, hardball guy, mm-hmm. California Democratic Representative Eric Swal- Swalwell, I've never, uh-huh. I hope I say his name right, Swalwell, appeared to, in the middle of his conversation with the uh, interview, rip a giant fart. <laughs> and I'm. If he didn't, somebody in very close proximity yeah. did. He claims he didn't hear it. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but here's what he says. Fart news, fart he, news. Fart news. He says, so the quote was this. Chris, uh, so far the evidence is uncontradicted for that the president used taxpayer dollars to help him cheat an election, he said from the Capitol. The Democrat who sits on the House Intelligence Committee appeared to react to the fart with a brief pause while attempting not to smile. As the clip of Swalwell quickly circulated on the internet, some began to speculate that the California representative was the one behind the loud flatulence. But today, in a text to BuzzFeed News on Monday night, this was earlier this week, he denied having anything to do with it. He said, it was not me, multiple uh, exclamation points. Uh, Ha, and I didn't hear it when I was speaking, he says. Now I'm going to play it and let you decide what you think you hear. All right. Hold on. I actually retweeted this the other day. It was amazing. All right, here we go. Yeah. I'm play this now. Here's your video. Oh, there's no audio. Why? Oh, because I've muted this. And the complaint that I've heard okay, here is tax, taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to <laughs> ask the done. Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> <laughs> so... Chris Matthews is is claiming that it's him moving his mug across his desk. Uh, oh, what I say to that, I say, hey, yeah, nice try. All right, now, okay, okay, Matthews, we're going full CSI. <laughs> Hold on, I got to hear this again now that you've told me that. Let me let me do a little audio detection here. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer okay. dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> I think no, it's even a, a pause. I think it's a fart. There's even a pause. But here's the thing. I mean, that's while uh, Swalwell is talking. So I'd actually say it's more likely Chris Matthews farting, right? Yeah, maybe he lifted a left cheeker on the uh, on the old uh, chair there, the office chair. Because to deliver something with that much force, you can't keep your you you would have to be you know like as you're talking, mm-hmm. like saying yeah lawmakers and uh, you know yeah. And the vi- by the way, the video is there, so chat can look at it. It's. Uh, pops and recline put it in the thing so you can decide for yourselves but if you think it's chris matthews farting or his mug or this guy truly the greatest controversy of modern american life is whether this guy farted or not mm-hmm. and we're glad to have been a part of it so there you go uh <laughs> if it was his mug let's say it was a mug or it uh, was chris matthews and this guy had no idea the timing's impeccable it's fantastic yeah there's, there's no there's no better timing, right? Like that, <laughs> that pause is freaking amazing. Just an amazing yeah. thing. So anyway, there's that. People for years will be talking. Do you remember where you were when you heard a small well fart on, uh, on CRN MSNBC? 
It'll haunt him. He'll run for president, and it'll haunt him in the primaries. People will bring it up. Like, uh, yeah! yeah, it's gonna be like yeah. It's gonna be like Howard Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Howard Dean yelling, yeah, or freaking um, what's another good one? Oh, I love the. It, it happened after his presidency, but the one where Bush Jr. is flipping the camera off. I love that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. He's such a dork. He's just like yeah. the worst frat boy made president ever. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna find. I have that Howard Dean thing. Oh, it's the best. Here you have it, it in your soundboard, right? Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> yeah, that lost that's him. A, the, that's a good isolated one, too. Yeah, they lost that lost him that 2004 God, primary. It's crazy. crazy. I mean, that would not, in, in a time before social media and the <laughs> internet, something like that would not have cost you your campaign. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. It was, in fact, it was such an early example of that because that was like 04, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't have Facebook and Twitter yet. We didn't have phones yet. We had the internet. So it was enough, right, to to have everybody see it a bunch on their emails and everybody passed it around on the web. But we didn't quite have the sort of stuff we have today. Right. So today, I just don't think it would have mattered. I think we'd be no. over it. It was just yeah, so shocking totally. at the totally. time. <laughs> it's like we almost let's retire the Wilhelm scream yeah. and now replace it with the Howard Dean scream. Hundred percent on board with that. Wilhelm just yeah. just distracts me. This would be a new nice change. <laughs> you know, the, we're watching the the Callahan dude in uh, Dante's Peak going over on the bridge, and then as it comes down, we hear. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh no, Paul! Careful! Oh, that's the end of Paul. No more Paul. I like it. Final uh, story here for today uh, before we take our break. A British man nearly died after a parasite crawled into his penis and laid eggs. Yeah, you heard me right. That pause, he could have inserted a fart into that pause. Now, my favorite part is the, uh, this is a post on, let's see, the New Zealand Herald. Uh-huh. And they uh, did a fun. They did a fun little typo in the first sentence. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Okay. It All says right. a British man neatly died after neatly. a after a parasite. <laughs> they mean nearly, clearly, There's but uh, nothing neat about dying with a parasite in your penis laying eggs. Yep. Time to have a band meeting. Anyway. Yeah. British man neatly, sorry, nearly died after a parasite <laughs> crawled up his hoo ha and laid an egg. Uh, the parasite crawled inside his body when the man went for a swim in Lake Malawi in southwest yeah, Africa. Lake Malawi. A man said, or the man said he was on holiday of uh, the holiday of a lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it could have literally been the holiday of a lifetime. Let's see, his name's James Mitchell. He's from London. Uh, he contracted what's called I'm not going to get this right. Schistosomiasis. There you go. I think that's it. Okay. Schist, schistosomiasis. Also known as Bill Harazaria. Bill Bill Frank Hankazaria. Yeah. Hankazaria. It's called Hank. Yeah. He's got a bad case of Hankazaria. <laughs> is there a jock strap here? A jock strap. <laughs> anyway, uh, following the swim, when you look back at the photos from my time in Africa, it's weird to think uh, where the parasite crawled up my penis, he said to the sun. I wasn't exactly how I imagined the uh, the trip of a lifetime to go. The whole experience was surreal and strange. But he keeps saying trip of a lifetime. I think he needs to. Is it is it really weird to <laughs> you know to think that oh, that that lake in Africa was where that parasite crawled up my penis? It's, it's not like you're gonna look at oh yeah that swimming pool in uh, Islington is where a parasite crawled into my penis. It's no, just it's, a weird thing know. to say in general, just to say penis. Yeah, like exactly. what did you do last summer? 
I was on a trip of a lifetime where a parasite climbed up my penis. Like, what if we just quit talking about it? Like, it's embarrassing at this point. Anyway, he's 32 years old. He contracted that disease uh, in that holiday. Um, He says he swam almost every day. It was when he returned to London that the symptoms began. A couple of months after his holiday, Michael said he began to lose feeling in both his legs. Jeez! Uh, A keen cyclist, he blamed it on his hobby at first. However, as symptoms worsened, he found himself struggling to even to walk up a flight of stairs. So he went to hospital. That's how they say it there. He went to hospital, not a hospital, or not to a university. They go to university or go to hospital. Right, right. We don't need no stinking the. No. That's, that's such, a, a, such a superfluous the. Yeah, who needs that? Yeah. I guess we do. Anyway, his symptoms worse than he found it. Oh, I already said that. Anyway, he was sent home with some antibiotics, but continued to get worse. A week later, returned to the hospital, and they had to do like full-on surgery and stuff. So be and careful. Uh, when, a pe- when a parasite crawls up your penis, it's like that... Uh, you're, you're contracting everything uh, for the last 10 years of different penises that that parasite has crawled into, too. Right. It's like, you, it's like you've been with everybody that that parasite has been with for the last 10 years. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, he also, this is, a, this is reportedly what he yelled in the lake on the day. <laughs> okay. The, the parasite. Ooh, we have audio. Good. Excellent. Yeah, we do. We have audio. We have audio of him, yes. Yeah, right here. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Yeah, apparently that was the... I really thought you were going to play the Howard Dean scream again. No, no, no. I could have. I could have. Yeah. How about... I could have played this. Beat him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too. All right, that works. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be some time with uh, Tom Merritt. We're going to talk about technology, and after that, we'll do recommendals. No Nicole today, but we've got our own, and uh, we'll provide them to you, the listening audience. So come back after that. Before that, though, a song, please, if you might, Will. Could. Sure. Uh, staying in Australia. We were in Australia yesterday. We're staying in Australia. This time, Brisbane. Brisbane, Australia, a musician who goes by the name Hatchy. Hello, my name is Hatchy. Hatchy. I'm a female singer from <laughs> Brisbane, Australia. My name's Lucy from Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, she's got a brand new album that's coming out. It's called Keepsake. <laughs> Um, really good stuff. If you like, uh, you know, if you like Heim, if you like, uh, that kind of folky California pop kind of sound, you're going to like this. This is the song, her own heart. The artist's name, artist's name is Hatchy H A T C H I E. The brand new album is called keepsake. Here's Hatchy.
fair listeners it's me scott johnson to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go yeah that's right now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's like the color blue blue b-l-u-e you know blue and then chew.com brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved ingredients as viagra and cialis i'm saying those both wrong right viagra and cialis You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. Adam saw a dog, and it looked like a dog, and he called it a dog. She looked like a bird stuffer, so she is a bird stuffer. Fine. <laughs> you can't spell the morning stream without remonstrating. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Jeez, the 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 tadpole seems like liter like lo- kind of offended about the Gidget thing. Why? She no, it's care. just it's just uh, Jeannie saying on behalf of Gidget. Stop. She's the only one who said. Yeah, but then Good Day Internet seconded. Oh, <laughs> really? She likes it. Oh wait, that's Tom. I think Good Day Internet. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Uh, maybe yes. he meant seconded on, uh... Oh, the bad accent is what, uh... Oh. <laughs> that is, is, Tom. No, I will uh. always do that horrible Australian accent. That is, uh... That is part of my toolbox. Yeah. And it shall never be closed. Like the one you're saying... The one you're using now is also part of your toolbox. That's right. Yeah, my, my, uh, Brian Griffin. Or, I mean, my Stewie Griffin. Yeah, it's a vast... It's my muddy Brian. It's a vast Brian. toolbox full of possibilities. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Who's who? Who are we to keep? Shall I down? bring my toolbox and my shoes and all my glasses with me? 
Yes. The answer is yes. That guy, speaking of family guy, I mean, there's a guy who turned his uh, his goofy voices into a career. He's, you know, he's on, he's Mort on uh, Family Guy forever now. Oh, right. He uh, started as the... Johnny Brennan. Yeah. yeah. The Jerky Boys. Jerky Boy jerky guy. Boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nice nice job, Jerky Boy. You did it. No kidding. Look how yeah. far you've come. All right. Uh, on the phone, shortly, will be our good pal Tom who has a theme, and it goes like this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. Must it? The answer is yes. Tom Merritt is joining us, as he does every Wednesday, to talk about the daily goings-on, or the weekly goings-on of technology in the world. Tom Merritt, welcome to the show! Yeah, I mean, that was a, a purely ironical seconded. I apologize. This is a great example of why the internet needs context and doesn't <laughs> yeah. convey tone. Especially, especially <laughs> chat rooms. Like, you know, I to me it looked like uh oh, got we got a bit of a revolt going, and there's more yeah. voices yeah, chiming cause, in. Because I wrote it as seconded. <laughs> you read it as seconded. You jerk. As you can see, Tom Merritt is Yeah, I could have. We could have gone full link bait with that. Anyway, we won't. Instead, we'll have one of the foremost voices in technology join us today and talk about today's big news in technology what is happening today tom well uh quite a bit it's a it's a pretty good uh, wide day for tech news today um and i think the the thing i wanted to run by y'all is google assistant adding a new feature called your news update oh so i i don't know if either one of you really use google assistant but the idea is uh google has partnered with a few dozen different uh news partners so everything from Fox News to the NBA to Al Jazeera, you know, CBS, ABC, et cetera. Um, so some of them are, are broad news partners. Some of them are more niche, like sportsy news or entertainment Hollywood reporters in there. And the idea is when you say, listen to the news to your Google Assistant, it will assemble a few minutes of news updates from those various sources. Mm. So instead of mm. like saying, oh, well, I want uh, the Washington Post news update, you'll get not only the Washington Post, but also something from Fox News. And then if you, you know, something from ESPN and then something from The Hollywood Reporter based on what Google knows about you. Interesting. If it knows like, okay, this person uh, always searches for the LA Clippers because uh, they love Steve Ballmer, we'll make sure to give them the Clippers news from the NBA source. Mm. So it starts with international and national news which is kind of the same for everyone. So that's the attempt to kind of bust you out of your bubble. Mm -hmm. Then it'll do local news saying, well, we, we can tell you're in uh, Salt Lake City, so we'll give you some Salt Lake City-oriented news. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that is when it does the personalized stuff based on what it knows about. You. And is it just the Google Assistant lady voice telling me all this stuff? She's reading it to me? No, no. These are the, Each bit, each element is pulled from the recorded oh. updates from those sources okay so that um, that that makes a big difference to me i don't know why i guess i just didn't want a robot reading me text yeah you do what like the los angeles clippers today scored <laughs> 52 points <laughs> and then every once in a while they get a word wrong and you'd be like okay you guys it's your thing <laughs> and right. they, they usually don't get word wrongs, but they do have weird pronunciation they know what you're talking about I, i'm into this idea a lot um and i actually use i assume this is across all devices that use the assistant not just their home assistants like. yeah it's a it's a google assistant feature uh i can't guarantee that every device implements it you know because sometimes there's some weirdness but it sounds like pretty much everything if you've got a google home if you've got a uh, an android device uh even google assistant on ios theoretically you should be able to do this yeah very interesting okay i'll have to play with that later because that is i don't i'm not 
I don't I don't watch the news. Oh my gosh, I have to play this. <laughs> Hold on, here it is. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news, uh, but uh I wouldn't mind I like I like summation, you know? Like I like to mm-hmm. kind of just at a glance and I don't want to get super deep into it. I just want to go, okay, what's happening this morning in a general way. This seems like a way to do that. I'm I'm into it. And I'm a little surprised I can't just do that on my Echo. Because the Echo has lots well, of little news services, but not like this. Yeah, I mean, part of it is uh, is is the AI, right? Um, right? Amazon knows a lot about you, but it doesn't know the breadth. It probably doesn't have a great idea what sports team you're into, right? Or yeah. what movies you like. Even though you might buy some sports paraphernalia on Amazon, you might shop for movies uh, through Prime Video and watch them. Uh, that may or may not be a great indicator uh, of stuff, but Google does because you're in Google search yeah. all the time, right. putting that stuff in there, or or at least in, if you're not me and you don't use DuckDuckGo, uh, which is the majority of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. I use DuckDuckGo for almost everything, but I do use the Google app a lot just for this kind of thing, like ask it questions because it's pretty good at that. Or actually, you know what I could try? Let's just try it right now. Here it goes. Read me the news. Is that it? Is uh, that listen that to the oh, news okay, is apparently on. the command. This right. is the problem with voices. All right, right, let me try that again. All right, here we go. Listen to the news. All right, let's see what we got. It's looking. It's searching. Nope, it's just giving me a result. So maybe not on phone yet, or maybe not on iOS yet. So we'll see how that goes. Usually, usually those 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 particular features get implemented quick. Maybe I have an update waiting, but I'll have to mess with it because I like it. I like that idea a lot. Seems like a cool thing. Uh, maybe they'll pull audio from Daily Tech News Show, Tom. Have you thought of that? What if they did that? Well, uh, they haven't thought of that. That's, that's actually one of the criticisms you might have of this is is right now, uh, Google's making a lot of big highfalutin statements about this being uh, the audio web. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of like the Google News page, but for audio, except they don't pull from the entire web. They pull from people they've partnered with because, and, and that makes sense. They want to make sure that the audio is delivered in a way that it can parse and chop up and put in inside of of these updates sure. uh but yes they haven't called yet uh, okay. to ask me if i would like to do that that, right. would, that would be pretty great all right it did. would be really cool and when they do ask them say also could you make it so that stadia works exactly the same perfectly for everyone please <laughs> while i have you on the phone yeah, well, while you're here <laughs> google <laughs> assistant news relations person can yeah. i ask you a question about an entirely different department of which you are not familiar yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i think that's no problem seems like sure you if you're gonna say it like that it sounds silly <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that I, you know, I, the the reason that pops to mind so fast is I had when when my wife worked for YouTube, I had so many people want me to ask her for things that she had no knowledge of and had nothing to do with, but they were at YouTube, so they're like, but maybe she knows a person. And it's like, you know, how big that company. Is? It's pretty anyway. big, pretty big. It's not just Sergey Brin in his basement with his buddy anymore. That's those those days are gone. YouTube never was that. That's true. Uh, they never were, were they? They yeah. were always. They uh, were different people in the basement with yeah. their buddies. Yeah, they were, they were. I remember back when they were like, I don't know, twenty people, and my first, the first video I ever did took got some traction, and I remember at the time thinking, oh, cool, two hundred thousand. No one's ever gonna hit that number. It was for an art thing I did, and then I was wrong. It's mostly millions, and now there's billions. So forget about your two hundred thousand. That's a that's a weenie number. 
Uh, Tom Merritt, anything else uh, you want to mention today before the Daily Tech News Show today, which I happen to be on, you guys. Don't let that deter you. You want to watch it anyway and, and listen to it. No, you should, that good. should encourage you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a... Gonna be a ball, yeah. as the kids used to say in the twenties. <laughs> gonna be better than sliced bread. Yeah, my dad used to say that a lot. He used to say, "Oh, we had a real ball there." He'd say that all the time. I don't know why. My cat's pajamas. Yeah, twenty three skadoo. The bee's knees. Yeah. Well, we're we're watching King Kong, the nineteen thirty three version, oh, uh, cool. for Current Geek Film Fest yeah. uh, this week, and uh, it's got. I guess they kind of put me in a thirties mood. I missed it last night, but Tom sent me a great text last night. Uh, he says, I will have you know, I am not fast-forwarding through the overture on King Kong. That's amazing. <laughs> well, okay, so King Kong, the 1933 version, starts with a classic overture. I guess they used to do this with some movies where it would just play music from the movie with the word overture mm-hmm. <laughs> up on the, the movie screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? Uh, before it, op- it did the opening credits. Uh, I guess that was before trailers, right? It was yeah. a, a way to let people, you know, take their seats and everything. Uh, what was funny is because I was texting Scott that, I actually missed some of the opening <laughs> credits. Uh, so the very thing you were telling me, you were actually doing by telling me. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Kind of ruined the moment for yeah. myself. But That'll be know, fun. By the way, that is, uh, you'll get that Thursday sometime in the evening. You'll get that on the feed. So make sure you check out that episode. It should be a good time. Uh, anything else you want to mention today? Uh, yeah, Daily Tech News Show uh, that that you just mentioned has a Patreon. Uh, you you can go subscribe for free, but there's some there's some ads that roll before it. I don't even know what they are. I have a service that just puts them there uh, for me. That's the way I like it. So so I don't have to think about you know who's spending money on what. But you don't have to listen to those ads. You can support us on Patreon and get an RSS feed uh, directly, and then you're supporting independent tech news. This is just me. Uh, and Roger and Sarah and and Scott on Wednesdays and Justin and Patrick and Shannon and uh, and stuff kind of pitching in. Uh, this is our attempt to bust you out of the bubble. We we don't want to outrage you about tech news. We we want you to actually learn and be able to understand the world around you. So if that sounds like something that's valuable to you, we just ask you put a little value back into it. Patreon.com slash DTNS. I like that idea a lot. Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter, dailytechnewsshow.com. Check it out later today. We will see you next week. Tom. Okay. I'll see him later, actually. Oh, yeah, you will, because you got yeah. other stuff We're, to do. I'm recording uh, the <laughs> ANTP interviews with uh, coaching sessions. He's doing a bang-up job there. He is. Yep. You know, he's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. We did have somebody... Uh, that's inside baseball. Never mind. Didn't we have somebody cl- claim that his coaching sent them in the wrong direction, and that's why they think they lost or something? Or is that season one? I really? Think it might have been season one. I don't know. I mean... I don't remember there was there was somebody who got his coaching and said, no, I'm going to do the opposite or do something different. Um, and we ended up liking it. Maybe that was what it was. Maybe that's so it. So it wasn't yeah. like Tom's advice was bad. It was that this guy figured out a way to make the the hard thing work. I think that's what it was. Because they're all very capable human beings and content creators in their own right. And we like them. We do. Brian, it's they're time for... All... Oh, yes, yeah. they are. It's time for this. <laughs> We're gonna do recommendals. Did you tell I was pulling up my notes on my uh, on my recommendal? <laughs> on your recommendal, I kind of could, yes, but it was okay yeah, because uh-huh. I was also a little bit uh, out of whack here as well. Uh, hey, uh, Nicole's not here today. She's got a sick kid at home uh, who's she's been up with since five. I hope that's not Barfy. I hate Aww. I hate those Barfy kid days. They're the worst. 
but uh, anyway, I hope Ava feels better. But until we see Nicole again, we're going to go ahead and truck on without her and make recommendations this week on streaming services that we have and use and love. And uh, Brian's going to begin it like he always does. Brian, take right. it away. Uh, the people you are going to hear in this clip, because uh, it's fun if you know who they are, but I don't think it's going to give it away. You're going to hear Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas. Whoa. I have no idea yes. what this is. All right. Here it is. I'll play it now. More than anything else, our clients expect uh, one thing from us. Privacy. Now, privacy and secrecy are two different things. Privacy is locking the bathroom door when you want to take a pee. Secrecy, on the other hand, is locking the door because what you are doing in a bathroom is not what people usually do. And sometimes, uh, after privacy has had a few drinks, you might decide he wants to spend the night with a secrecy just to explore their relationship. But where can they be together without people peeking in through the curtains? Well, usually in an offshore company. That way, someone looks in a the window, they see an empty room. And the window and the room could be in two different places. Yeah, the window could be in the British Virgin Islands and the room could be in... Uh... China. Goes all the way to China. China. <laughs> China. Uh, wow. Okay, let me think about this. Yeah. Hello, China. Um... <laughs> I I don't think I know. It, I can't even remember they've ever been together, but you, you said Willem Dafoe's one of them? No. Uh, uh, Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman. Gary o Oh, sorry, Gary Oldman. Was that Gary Oldman doing the kind of the German? The German voice was Gary Oldman, yeah. I don't know, dude. I have no idea what that is. This is uh, something brand new on Netflix that just came out at the beginning of September called The Laundromat. And it's the oh. true story of the uh, the Panama Papers scandal where um, the Shell Company was uh, formed for this, uh, uh, this uh, insurance company that insured a, um, uh, a sea tours uh, company in uh, the Northeast. I think, mm -hmm. oh no, in, in um, was it Florida? No, Lake George, New York, okay. uh, where a bunch of people died. And then when the company said, oh, well, we'll just, you know, this is really sad. Let's, you know, because uh, we're getting sued. Let's go to the insurance company and get stuff squared away. Found out it's Jeffrey Wright uh, out in, uh, <laughs> in on the islands uh, out there as uh, um, insurance agent as part of the shell company. And, oh, my God, it's so good. It's the... Yeah, the, the company is Masik Fonseca mm. and Gary Oldman and, and Antonio Banderas play Masik and Fonseca. Isn't this, uh, um, what's his name, director? Uh, Steven Soderbergh, right. yes. And okay. it's got a very, boy, if you like the big short, this this is right up your alley with the same style of teaching you about the the, the thing that they're, uh, that they're dramatizing. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, really good. And yeah, you've got uh, Meryl Streep. You've got Jeffrey Wright, as I mentioned, Robert Patrick, uh, David Schwimmer, Sharon Stone. David Schwimmer. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Ross. What is Ross is, uh, he's off his break and now he's uh, acting. <laughs> I, I think Ross, uh, of all the ex, uh, of all the ex, I think I may have said this before, but all the ex Friends actors, I actually like most of his post Friends work the most. I think he's done yeah. great stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except good. when he stole. Uh, when he stole all that, what was it that the guy who looked like David Schwimmer stole? Was it a bunch of oh. beer or something? <laughs> right. That is an awesome meme that went around for a while. Really but he was anyway. like, he was the guy that made all the soldiers eat spaghetti in that World War II Band of Brothers thing. 
Um, oh, really? He, he I, was, just, I still haven't seen Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers is awesome. You should totally see that. It's long, but it's it's like a miniseries, but it's very good. Anyway, he's in that. Yeah. So anyway, this is really good. 90, 90 minutes, uh, a quick watch, so to speak, and uh, but fascinating and really, really well done, really well presented. All right. Um, You've convinced me. I, I've been yeah. hearing about it. And because Meryl Streep's face is all over it, like I figured it was just a vehicle for her, but I didn't know the rest of that cast was in there. That sounds great. Yeah, I mean, she is one of the main characters. She's the person who kind of suffers because of um, the Panama Papers scandal and the Shell Insurance Company, because her husband uh, James Cromwell <laughs> dies yeah. in the accident, hmm. and um, uh, and then this is you know how she's going to get her money to buy her buy her place at I think the Westgate at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. They never say it, but the view that you see from her window I think is from the Planet Hollywood. There's a Captain Paris played by Robert. You mentioned Robert Patrick. Um, oh, yeah, Robert, yeah, I love him. Terminator yeah. T-1000 in there. I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Another guy who I think is better than everything since Terminator. He's really good. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in. I assume this movie was them just sitting around in a laundromat talking or something. <laughs> no part of the movie takes place in a laundromat, surprisingly. Weird. No, it's more about money laundering. Laundering, yeah. Yes. System for laundering. All right. right. Wow, ripped from today's headlines in some ways. Uh, exactly, yes. Uh, excellent. Here's my clip. See if you can figure this out. And you probably won't, but uh, it's a documentary. There's my hint. You ready? Okay, I'm Here ready. Goes. John Demyanyuk, he was a family man. He was living the American dream. He was a good American citizen. Up until the government came along and said he was Ivan the Terrible. Charges were filed today against John Demyanyuk, the 66-year-old Ukrainian native, is accused of being a Nazi death camp guard named Ivan the Terrible. The crimes that he was accused of were horrid. The Israeli government is seeking his extradition as a war criminal. And that's where the drama begins. Okay. Hmm. That's just a trailer, so it's obviously a little sensationalized. But it's just, it's a it's a very grounded, it's the kind of documentary I like. It's not a lot of hoopla or a lot of trying to make you feel a certain way. It's just sort of telling yeah. you what happens. Anyway, uh, any guesses? Any thoughts? No, I don't know what this is. It sounds interesting, though. It is called, <clears throat> excuse me, The Devil Next Door. And it's a mini- documentary series i think it's four total episodes is what i watched and it's uh about this dude who lived in cleveland in the 80s and it would have been like you know you and i were in high school mm -hmm. um when this was going on therefore we knew nothing about it because we didn't care in high school what was going on in world politics but this was one of the last uh world war ii war criminal trials to be held even though apparently there's one happening right now with some 90 plus year old that's like fresh that just happened. I don't know, like a few days ago or something. There was some announcement, but I don't know much about that. But yes, this is on Netflix chat room. I should have said that to begin with. Um, it's about this guy. He uh, was in the, the things we knew for sure is that he was from the Ukraine, that he took part in World War Two and that he may have been aligned with the Nazis. But that's all we really knew for sure. But then. It started. Uh, they started finding evidence that he may have been this infamous uh, gas gas chamber runner, Ivan the Terrible, and uh, they were finding corroborating documents and then eyewitness testimony and other stuff that seemed to support that. So they come, they rip him out of his house in Cleveland, where he worked at Fo at Ford, has a family yeah. here, three kids, wife, 
They don't know anything about any of this. Uh, like I said, he was 66 years old. And they cart him off to Israel to face a uh, war criminal trial. And they gave, go through all of those processes and everything. And this is one of those documentaries where his lawyer's kind of crazy. At some mm. point, somebody threw acid in his lawyer's face. And he oh, almost God. Went blind. Okay. But his lawyer is kind of a dick. But then he's also <laughs> super smart and sort of got him off on a lot of stuff. But then there, then there are these crazy twists that happen with other evidence. Like it sounds, if you're like, oh, that sounds like history, boring history stuff. It's really ex- one of those documentaries that's had me riveted. No, it sounds fascinating. And by the end yeah. of it, we still don't 100 percent sure or uh, for sure know that he's Ivan the Terrible. Really? But it's okay. Pretty likely that he is. Wait a minute. So we got a documentary. We don't even really get an answer at the end of. Oh, for. I mean, it, it kind of leaves you to make it. Right, you you're sure, the one that gets sure. to choose. You get to decide. But it goes up to as yeah. recent as like 2013, 2014. Hmm. Like it, it's crazy how long the thing spans. The guy lived to like 95 and ended up getting extradited to Germany on additional charges in like the mid, the mid 2010s. It was just nuts. It was, I really liked it. I liked it a lot, and I thought it was excellently made. And they talked to everybody from the time. And I love a good documentary, so I'm going to recommend this one. It's called The Devil Next Door. It is available on Netflix, and it is a Netflix original as well. So Very check cool. it out. They, yeah, they have a they have a great batting average for me for documentaries. They've done great work over there. So does it feature Gary Oldman with a German accent at it all? It does in there? not. No. Oh. no. I wonder where I can get that Is though. That... that might be a thing I could get somewhere. Because <laughs> I only watch movies now with Gary Oldman doing a German accent. He he says it's kind of Vika. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like a wimpy German accent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Something about it is very funny to me. I mean, is he convincing? He's always Have good. Have you found the parts for my Volvo yet? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, David Schwimmer's in this and Gary Oldman's in this. That's almost. They're two um, friends. That's a friends uh, reunion. Two, Remember? Yeah. Because he used to be on I Friends. I think one there's somebody else who was on an episode of Friends that because uh, there was trivia in the IMDb talking about that too. Oh, that's um, hilarious. I love stuff like that. I love yeah. crossovers. Also, Star Trek connection. You got your um, uh, your your James Cromwell there. So your mm. who did he play in Star Trek? He was the guy who invented warp drive. Zephram uh, Cochran. Zephram Cochran. Third. <laughs> I think he was the first. I could be wrong. He's the that'll do pig, that'll do pig, which is important yeah. because Babe and Babe Pig in the City, those f- famous great movies for kids, were created, written, and directed by George Miller. You may know him as the creator, writer, oh, and director of Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, all all right. comes back. Chris Parnell, by the way, also in uh, uh, Will Forte and Chris Parnell make a very, very brief appearance, but Chris Parnell was another one who was all on Friends. I love Chris Parnell. Yeah, I do too. He is one of those SNL guys where he's not a star, right? Mm-hmm. But he's just everywhere and respected. Yeah. You just yes. see him he and you hear him and you go, ah, that's cameo awesome. Cameo appearances. And yeah. it's like, oh, there's freaking Chris Barnell. Yeah. I like those where guys. you hear his voice doing animation stuff. Yeah, I yeah. like that guy a lot. He's, yep. super, he's super cool. All right. Well, there's your recommendals. Uh, I guess don't follow Nicole's. Well, do follow Nicole's Twitter account, but don't expect any links today because I don't think she's hearing this. <laughs> I think she's, 
I think she's tied up today. But yes. once again, they are both Netflix shows. We're talking about The Laundromat 2019 just came out. And mine is The Devil Next Door, which also just came out as well. And you'll know it. You'll go to Netflix and you'll go, oh, there's that one Scott talked about. It's a big split face of his World War II mugshot and his modern like old man mugshot. Hmm. It's like a okay. brr right there on the screen. Can't miss it. Cool. Oh, yeah, I heard the, we should talk about this real quick. The news that Noah Hawley is going to direct a Star Trek movie. Yeah, I like that. I mean, you know, it means he's not doing uh, Fargo. Go do another Fargo uh, season, then go do Star Trek. But he's done with Legion, and uh, I really, really enjoyed the last last stretch of Legion, so. I think Legion is amazing. I think that Fargo is an incredible feat that even worked and then worked so well as a series. And every season is amazing. He is a he's great. He's also got some Doctor Doom deal going. Uh, I'm happy to have him involved in Star Trek. That's awesome. Let's go mm-hmm. Star Trek Four. Mm-hmm. Let's have that guy do it. But can you just make some time for Fargo season four, please? Just squeeze it in. Yeah. yeah. I love that show so much. I can barely stand talking about it without having it. I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite show on TV. Right. I say that about a lot of things, but for today it is. You do. Yeah. It's the one I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. We, Tom and I have a segment on Current Geek Now that's called The Greatest Thing of All Time This Week. And <laughs> we both picked Mandalorian last week because it is. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's Friday. I'm looking forward to that. It is. Uh, that's it for today's show. I really enjoyed being here. I know that Brian probably did too. Um, we should probably tell people though before probably. we go. There's another thing that happens oh, yeah. on Wednesdays, like Coverville. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, you know, you got uh, next week. You got the big Beatles Thanksgiving Coverville. A week from that, you've got the big 40th anniversary of the Wall Coverville. So today, I'm taking it easy. I'm doing a tribute to uh, Jay Giles, who passed away, uh, with some covers of the Jay Giles Band. You know, uh, Jay Giles wasn't the lead singer of that group. When you think of the Jay Giles Band, you think, oh yeah, that lead singer Jay Giles, he's really good. No, he was. Uh, he was not. Peter Wolf was the big lead singer of that group. He had a great harmonica player named Magic Dick and his licking stick. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Okay. And uh, anyway, so you hear a, a really quick tribute because there aren't a lot of covers of Jay Giles. I had to pull some covers by the Jay Giles band as well. I'm also going to throw some uh, indie hodgepodge in there. Some great new stuff that's come in over the, uh, the last uh, couple months um that uh that, that needs to be played some great covers that need to be played so nice that is all coming up uh later today 1 p.m mountain time twitch.tv slash coverville excellent news uh speaking yeah. of covers I we should play one you want to play one or request let's play one uh yesterday as we mentioned was gidget von larue's birthday mm-hmm. so happy birthday gidget i reached out to her today and said look you didn't request a song for your birthday i'm i'm here to fix that problem what do you want to hear and uh, she said, uh, for reasons I won't go into, uh, she said the song Maneater by Hollow Notes was a good one to pick. So let's go ahead and do that one. This is from a cover album that the Bird and the Bee put out back in 2010, Interpreting the Masters Volume 1, a tribute to Hollow Notes. They just came out with Volume 2, which is all Van Halen covers. So if you need your Bird and oh, the Bee fix what? and you need your Van Halen fix, yes, okay. it's good. Very too. excited. It's really good. Very excited. So, Bird and the Bee from Interpreting the Masters Volume 1. Here is Hollow Notes Man Eater. Come back tomorrow, everybody. We'll see you then.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com you know nothing wrong with a pristine lawn